Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Herbie, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you? Top of the hour is being brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. Tickets for the Aer Lingus College Football Classic in Dublin, Ireland are on sale now. Head to nusports.com for details. He is helping me get my numbers up. Even on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. If you would like to hang out with Jason Goff and myself, he's nice enough to join me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino out in Las Vegas, they have a great sports book. You should go there and hang out there. Jason has an incredible podcast called The Full Go. If you aren't subscribing to it, you're a fool. You should be listening to it because it's really good. He also is on on TV stunting on people on NBC Sports (laughs) Chicago. Doing that in your Bulls pre- and post-game coverage. You know what I figured out this week, Jay? Um, I figured out that my living room furniture is the same as you guys' pre-game furniture. (laughs) Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, I will send you pictures of it. I was like, man, I really like that set. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because I'm literally living in it. That's why I like that set that they have at NBC Sports Chicago. Man, Thank you, first of all, for joining the show. I really, really appreciate it. Secondly, no, man, I appreciate you for having me. The podcast is great. I, I, if we can, before I ask you about the Bulls, I want to ask you about a conversation that you and Matt Bone. Like, I know people were ready for the for the key key and in the yuck yucks with the two of us, but but let me let me get to like an actual like really strong football conversation you and Matt Bowen had. Matt said something to you. That as I was driving, I was like, "Yeah, that's the thing." Like I, I couldn't put my finger on it when it comes to discussing Justin Fields, but he did. He said, "It's not that Justin Fields doesn't go through progressions; it's that yeah. Justin Fields locks on to one, and that he wants like going, you know, a, a touchdown to to, to 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 making the the short pass out in the flat." He wants that play to succeed so badly that he sometimes is like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait for for that throw to be made, and it puts him in a disadvantageous spot sometimes. Yeah, no, it seems like when you watch him, uh, you know, when you've got all the great wide receivers that he had at Ohio State, when you draw up a play 
when you're Ryan Day is to score, right? So if I'm looking at it, I know I've got Chris Olave out there, I got Garrett Wilson, or I got somebody who's going to be a first-round pick out there. I know at some point if I wait on this and my five-star offensive line holds, holds it down for three and a half, four seconds, this play that was built to score is going to score. You now you you translate that to a league where you don't have the five star offensive lineman and Darnell Mooney is still figuring out his way and Allen Robinson isn't your number one for whatever reason you gotta take the cheese and for a lot of those like the second half against the Pittsburgh Steelers that man's number one was open a lot and he was feeling good about himself and then the progression started to happen but the Cleveland the Cleveland uh, Browns game where you get sacked nine times not only is it that the offensive line is porous but at the same time some of those sacks are on you right because Russell Wilson gets sacked a whole hell of a lot every single year and yeah we put a lot on his offensive line but Russell Wilson is one of those dudes who's like you know what the play was designed to score I could take a beating if it's close to score and he can't do that right now you know and on top of it you know you know, Justin has a lot of arm arrogance, too. Like, I, I'm going back and watch some of those games and watching him thinking that he could fit those, those those passes through some of the tiniest of windows. I like it in one respect, but also it's like getting recalibrated and getting set to a new level, right, where you're, you're playing a game at a different speed and a different pace and a different function, and all of a sudden those throws that might have been there aren't there and when they're really not there those things go back to the crib for six so he's gotta you know he's gotta he's gotta grow right like we expect we expect 21 year olds to figure it all out you know the josh allen and the pat mahomes i mean even josh allen right like that dude that people thought they had a bust on their hands the first year and a half in buffalo and all of a sudden he played more football and figured some things out so i think justin's in that category of the dude uh, this is his first real taste at, 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 at athletic adversity. So let's see how he figures it out. The recalibration, I think, is really, really key, where next season, I hope, he'll go, okay, I, I used to think that I had a second and a half to make that first read. Right. And now that comes down to, you know what, I'm off this read now in a 1.2 seconds. And now I'm on to, to read number two. That's the hope. Of of yeah. what Matt and you were you were talking about in this? Why why did you? I was laughing so hard that people in traffic must have thought I was crazy. Why did you think the the Ryan Poles press conference was corny? No, so so that's the thing. I don't think the whole thing. You are, you are horrible, dog. I what? Don't think, <laughs> I is know that not cool. what you said? So 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 I, it is what I said. I didn't think the whole thing was corny, but just that line because. Let's face it, man. We've all been here. I don't care how confident a man you are or how confident a woman you are out there. We've all been here before where it's like, yo, and then I'm going to say this, and, and they got no choice but to love me. You know what I mean? And you sometimes you, you workshop it on your people, but more times than not, you keep it to yourself because you want that napalm to be fresh when it blow up, right? This man looked into a camera after looking down at the paper, and the paper said, go ahead, take that step. Tell him the North is yours and you ain't going to give it back. You know what I mean? Like, he, he went through his, much like Justin, he went through his progressions, and he looked down, and he was like, you feeling good about yourself? Say that next thing. 
And boy, when he said it, I busted up laughing. And I was like, listen, I don't know if Ryan Poles is going to be good at his job, bad at his job, or mediocre at his gig. But I know this. That was the corniest thing that's going to come out of a very corny press conference. That's going to be it right there. But other than that, man, like he's, he seems like a cool dude trying to figure out his life. And on top of it, he's got an immense amount of pressure on him now as being not only – uh, you know, a, a, a person of color in his position, but also the the age, right? Like, Matt Eberflus has done this before, right? Like, he's been a coach before. He's, he's been a coach for a very, very long time. Being a boss at this age and having people under you that are older than you, whether it be success or adversity, we're going to find out really quickly how comfortable that, that position is for him. So, when he said that, I was like, hey, man, I'm with you because for you to take that leap, you, had, you, you got some guts because that, that was <laughs> we you know what it, it was, we ain't going to give it back. No. It, was, it was very much like the line of someone who loved wrestling. Like it was very like yes. Mick Foley-ish. It's like, here we are in the great city of Chicago, Illinois. And then you get the crowd pop. That's kind of what it was like with Ryan Pulse. He's like, this, let me go to my crowd pop line. Right, right, I'm going to tell him right. about the North, and then everyone's going to be like, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he, went, he went for it, right? He was like, all right, going to get God out the way early. You dig? And then, oh, Take care of the dad. family and all the yeah, people yeah. who got me here. <laughs> and then at some point, you know, you just and we like I said, we've all been there before. We're like, oh, I'm in my bag. I'm floating right now. I can't listen. I'm smiling so hard I can't feel my face. Guess what, y'all? We gonna take the north and not give it back. I'm out. That's right, like he wanted did. to drop the mic right there. <laughs> and then Matt Eberflus dove under it. And was like, we don't we don't let microphones touch the ground because we don't want nothing touching the ground, including our football players. And no loaves. And here's three acronyms to take with you on the way out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very much it was, the um, truth. It, it was it was interesting, man. It was interesting as always. Man, God, you need God to check you, out the, the, the full go podcast. Jason Goff hosts it. It's really really good. A lot of great guests. I haven't listened to the episode with Bob Kendrick yet, but it is on my list because the two of you guys talking anything I, I think is worth anyone uh, logging on and subscribing for. Yeah, man, he's a. Uh... That dude's a treasure, right? Like he really he, is. He's one of those cats where he starts talking, and you can just hear uh, the like the baseball music in the background. You dig? And it's like I don't need Morgan Freeman. I got Bob Kendrick right here. You know what I mean? Like he's he's that kind of guy. And the stories that he told, man, um, the story that he told about Monty Irvin and what he meant to Roberto Clemente, because uh, I'd already known that Roberto Clemente was very, very important for many reasons, not just his humanitarian reasons, but also his, his standing as a baseball player. But Roberto Clemente made sure at every turn that you respected his blackness too. You know, he didn't want to be known as just the Latino ball player. Like he was like, hey, listen, <laughs> this, is, this is full circle over here. And you're going to respect it the same way that people had to respect Larry Doby and respect Jackie Robinson. And, and talking about Kendrick, about Minnie Minoso and how, you know, it shouldn't be um, downplayed just because he just got into the Hall of Fame. Like, they've been fighting this fight for a long time, and the importance of Minnie Minoso, not only the White Sox fans, uh, but to baseball uh, as a whole. So, 
yeah, it was it was great. It was great talking to him. And that man's got stories for days, and I wanted to hear every single one of them. So uh, I'm definitely going to have him back on. And, and right now, uh, in the month of February for Black History Month, if you're in the Kansas City area, uh, the Negro League Baseball Museum is free to go into because of the Kansas City Royals donation. And it's a, you know it's a private it's a private business, so they run off of donations, and they run off of exposure. So anytime uh, you can get to talk to a, not just a baseball historian, but a piece of baseball history, like it's, it's, it's a difference, right? When you get a chance to do that, you know I couldn't turn it down. And shout out to Tannehill, Chris Tannehill uh, suggested we do it a couple of weeks ago. So we've been working on it for a minute, and uh, we did it, and it came out today, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Unapologetically black and unapologetically Puerto Rican, Roberto Clemente, and the same thing for Minnie Minoso, but take Puerto Rican and turn it into Cuban. And hearing those stories about them I think is, is really wonderful. And, Bob, you're right. He's a national treasure. There's some basketball stuff I want to run past you, Jay. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy that Zach Levine – gets another opportunity to be an all-star. I, I think that he's clearly put in the work and he's become a better player. I also wanted to ask you about DeMar DeRozan. His, there's something about him. Um, I think, I honestly think that, you, I'm not saying this because you're on the show, you guys are very similar in your cool. In, in the <laughs> fact that, and I'm serious, like I think both of you guys are are people that there's a level of calm when folks are around you that allows them to be them be- their best selves. And I feel like that's what's happening with a lot of players on the Bulls. He never seems to be rattled, and I, I, I'm i amazed by it. I love it. Even in last night's game, he didn't seem to be rattled by what was a, a very uneven effort from the Bulls. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like DeMar, he's seen – lived through and been through a whole bunch, right? So he's one of those dudes. And I, it's funny that you mentioned this because I was talking about this on the set the other day with uh, one of the producers. And I, and, I, and I was like, hey, man, like in the times of panic, the person who panics the most is going gonna, is gonna to be the worst off. Like if chaos is happening, you can't allow chaos to creep in. You got to just settle yourself a little bit. And that's what I think DeMar DeRozan represents. Um you know, this is one of the first dudes to talk. He, DeMar was talking about mental health before it was, um, I won't say trendy or fashionable because I don't want to discount anybody's um, experience, but before it was accepted. He was talking about this years ago, um, you know, to, to hear the story that he told Taylor Rooks on her podcast about going to visit his father while he was fighting, you know, his, his sickness uh, for a couple of years in a row and people not knowing him flying, you know, having a game in Boston and flying all the way out to L.A. to go, you know, be with his dad and then flying back to Toronto, you know, to get the day of the game uh, to, you know, do his job, but also to make sure that he kept it as low as possible because he knew more attention to it would make it heavier on him. You know, this is where he comes from, right? Like basketball, I think, is not just a release for him, but it's like just another sector of calm for him. And when he is doing his thing out there, they're, they're a different team when he's on the floor as opposed to when he's not. The net rating shows you that, even when Zach is on the floor. And him getting these MVP chants, <clears throat> I think it's been, uh, it's been in the making for 10, 12. I used to talk about DeMar DeRozan in his first three or four years as a guy like, man, I know he could score. 
Like, I know he could do that, but as soon as that game rounds in the form and that floor game and his rebounding and all those other numbers start to step up, you'll start to see his true potential. I, I, we're figuring it out right now. And, you know, there's something to be said for enjoying the space that you're in, doing what you love, too. Um, sometimes we think just because we're doing what we love, we're, we, we're happy because we're doing it. And then you find that maybe another space can allow you to do what you love and you can realize the happiness that you thought you had. Like San Antonio was probably cool for him, but Toronto was, leaving Toronto was a really, really hard thing for him. He left his best friend in the NBA, the city that he grew up in. Can you imagine being 19 somewhere and then at 31, 30, having to be like, all right, (laughs) I guess I'll, I guess I'll go live somewhere else now. And just because people make a lot of money doesn't mean they, they go through those, those ebbs and flows emotionally. So I think he's in a really, really good space right now. What he's doing for Io DeSumo, you can see it happening in real time. Uh, you know, even parts of Io's game that are starting to run in the format. You can tell who he's mm-hmm. practicing with. You know, the fact that he goes down to Champagne and celebrates with that dude in that manner. You know, DeMar is one of those cats, man, who, um, whether he's not a champion ever in his life, that's one of those dudes who would be respected for the, the dude he was while he was had to be a professional and off the court personally. I, I've run into that cat a couple of times, and he's always got his little girls with him, man. It's, 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 um, he's a good thing for this city. Like, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad, and I'm glad it's working out professionally the way. Because it could have went left, right? You, you throw two dudes who score the ball a lot on the same team. You know, it could have been. But the, the guys that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are, didn't allow for that, and that's why you got the you know a team that's tied for the best record in the East right now. Jason Goff hosts the pre and post game show on NBC Sports Chicago. The Bulls are taking on the Pacers tonight. We will have that game for you here on the Score. When the Bulls started off the season, they make all of these moves. Jay, you're going, oh wow, like they're putting together a representative NBA roster. Finally, the yeah. Bulls have a representative NBA roster, and then they jump out to a fast start, and people are going, well. At some point, the pendulum's going to swing back. Then there's the, the the game with Brooklyn and Bulls. I'm sure you heard from from people calling the voicemail the full go. I had people here going crazy, like they were like, "Oh, this team's no good." And I'm like, "It's January. Like this is this is the NBA." And and I feel like you tell me if I'm wrong because you're the NBA expert. Uh, I feel like we all lost we our our muscles atrophied when it came to an nba season and understanding what an nba season is like like I, and you look up the nets have lost six games in a row this yeah. is what happens in january and february in the nba can you help me out with this no you know this is so hilarious we had our pregame call today at uh 10 30 and this is exactly how the call went <laughs> like we we were sitting there and like 10 minutes in eight minutes into it uh you would have thought we were talking about like a team that had nine wins right now <laughs> like I, i'm sitting there like man you know <clears throat> if, if the personnel move ain't gonna be made then they gotta slow the pace down because the pace might be the issue with the defense right now and they may you know they, they, they're trading you know next stop versus next shot philosophy that i have like teams all of a sudden know they can get that next shot they stop worrying about that next stop and then will brings up his point and then kg brings up his point and i'm texting kc uh while we're talking about this and KC, KC texted me back. I hope I'm, I'm not speaking out of turn here. But KC texted me back. And by the way, KC knew it was me. 
because uh, I am black, Jason, in KC's phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way he doesn't tell you that you got the Giants job and you don't right, have right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's like, man, I thought I was texting Belenke. But no, seriously, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let me chill. Let me chill. Let me chill. So, 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 so I'm texting with KC, and KC was like, man, you, you think we weren't talking about the team that's at the top of the East right now? And immediately when I saw that, I snapped in the floor, and I was like, you know what? You know, KC's right, guys. Like, we, you know, this thing, they got to get back on track. But the problem, though, Lord, the problem is, yeah, those muscles have atrophy. <clears throat> but there's also a lot of people who, like, don't know who these people are. Like, this is – there are a lot of people who will come back to the Bulls in the last year or so. So they're getting into – and, and mind you, the people who are coming back to the Bulls have to be reminded who's on the Bulls, and especially during the COVID time and a lot of these injuries, like not having Lonzo and not having Alex Caruso for two months, you forget how effective they were when they were here. Like, you don't appreciate – your health until you get sick, right? And right now, the Bulls are sick, but they're, they're, they're treading water, right? So it's like, ah, oh, they're, they're winning some of these games, but I don't like the trend. So should I, should I feel like the world is coming down on them, or should I feel like this is, you know, a 10-game stretch out of the 82 that they have to play? And it could be a little bit of both because I, I am worried about their defense. Uh, I'm worried about the fact that if Vooch doesn't get every single rebound, there's an issue in terms of how they they do not secure the glass. Um, and Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, I keep saying this, your two best perimeter defenders, but guess what? It, you know, some nights your two best players got to be your two best perimeter defenders. So if that means that Zach and DeMar have to sacrifice something energy-wise, because fourth quarter, you know, you're, you're tapped if you're out there doing everything that Io has to do and also bringing it home for him. But something's gonna have to be figured out here. So I'm not, I'm not telling people to press the panic button. But I, I you know, trust your, uh, trust your instincts when it comes to this team, whatever they may be. If they are, you know, run around, set yourself on fire, instincts, knock yourself out. If if they are, everything's gonna be fine because I know how a season goes. Knock yourself out as well. But I'm just happy people are enjoying it because we've actually got representative basketball. Like it's been a while since every single night you knew something interesting was gonna happen. I, I want to give NBC Sports Chicago and my man Mark Brady and the whole brain trust over there a lot of props. Whenever there's been anyone who's had to step into the roles of play-by-play or color, yeah. they've done a tremendous job. Like, it's been Just saying awesome. this last night, too, man. Just saying this last night about it, other you You had Jason Benetti out there with Stephen Bardo. Like, that could be someone's actual, like, number, number one, team. one team. Yeah. But here, yeah. here's my question, since you're an insider. Exactly with Adam Amin and Robbie Hummel, my, my question is, how does Robbie, like, manage that, knowing that he's got a game for Purdue later on tonight? Like, he's got to go give them 12, 15 minutes for Purdue because we know that he's not done at Purdue. He's still got eligibility. How does he manage to juggle all of that <laughs> stuff? and still make it to the games on time, knowing that he's got to go drop 20 on Iowa. <laughs> Don't do that to Robbie. Robbie, 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 was, Robbie was the new millennium Evan Eschmeyer, boy. Robbie played right? 19 years at Purdue. <laughs> he sure did. He sure, but he's been, nah, him, him and Amin have been really great, and they, it was a lot of yeah. fun seeing them go up to Drake last night. 
and and Drake being receptive to them telling him yeah. the exact same story. No, dude, Drake uh, Drake is a true NBA fan. So, like, Drake knows all the broadcast crews. And, of course, Chuck Swarovski's time in Toronto, Drake is very familiar with Chuck. So, I'm sure Chuck gave everybody the godfather nod to go over there and say what's up uh, to Drake. He had a kid with him uh, for the first half of the game. So, that was cool to see. Now, man, listen. Robbie won. Robbie brings all the drama because anytime Robbie's around, the game's going to go either overtime or it's going to be a last-second shot hit. Uh, but he's been outstanding. And you know what it is, man. It's like it's the same way we had to produce morning shows and, 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 you know, get ready for a night show while getting ready to go cover a game and do it. Like, man, you know what it is. Like, when you, when you try to get that get, you know, you do it whatever you, whatever you got to do. Like the and like this is the this is the reason why it's fun to be around people who are doing what they truly love doing and getting you know compensated for it because you know like there's many a times you probably wanted to take a rest and chill your bones for a little bit but you know I'm having fun doing this and this is the next challenge and sometimes it's just about pushing yourself. Like, how many things can I get done in a day and still do at a respectable level so that I can know I don't have to work like this? You know, dude, I was talking to the team about this last night. Like, man, I remember when I was working, like, at least a good 16 hours out the day, and now it's just like, you know, maybe six, five, something like that. But, yeah, you know, Robbie, Robbie's out here being a go-getter. And on top of it, the Mike Monaco's the world, Andy Demetra, yes. Steven Bardo, yeah, like Jason Benetti. Like, in this weird year that we're still fighting through this pandemic, um, the, the the injuries on the floor have been uh, next man up, and the, the the injuries in the broadcast crew have been next man up, and everybody's been stellar. And Adam Amin is, you know, one of the best in the business, man. Adam is Adam's one of those guys. I've been on a little bit of a run here lately in terms of telling people, like, hey, man, we ain't going to have you know the whole thing. We ain't going to have you for long and all that. Yeah, Adam Amin is is outstanding. Like that dude is is top five on a, on on many lists. So, um, yeah, we we we're very blessed. Uh, I mean, he was he was top. he was top two on the list that we're on. <laughs> I'm not talking about that list. I'm hey, not doing you were top five on that list. I'm not doing. Let me let, hey, hey, let me look at you. Something. Look at look at you. Just look at nah. you. Look at you. Nah, top five, Mister Power <laughs> Broker. This guy right nah. here. Look uh, at all you, he's done. Yeah, you 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 know you know damn well I I don't need none of it. <laughs> like like that that part of it is yeah you everybody can keep the celebrity in the rank. Shout out to Jeff Agress. I appreciate him. I appreciate everybody on that list. But as long as the check's clear, man, and I'm doing what I want to do with my life, you can you can have the rankings are fun. <laughs> Enjoy those, but. Yeah, man. You know, a little. I, I need. I need personal peace. That's that's the rankings that I'm looking Don't for. Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all? Jay, as always, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show. The Full Go Podcast with Jason Goff is amazing. Subscribe, download, listen to the episode with Bob Kendrick. Listen to the episode with with, with our guy Matt Bowen. If you really yeah. want to get some some. Man, I could tell that Matt. Like it was like you said bears, and he was like, okay, Jason. And he, I, I felt like Matt Bowen just rolled out like a, a bunch of folders that he had been oh, yeah. dying to open up about the Bears, and then he just went, and it was terrific. 
Yeah, we hadn't talked since uh, since we covered the Super Bowl together. This low those many years ago for Bleacher Report in between Jamie Foxx and Stephen A. Smith on that serious XM stage. So it was good to see my man. And, uh, you know, we talked about that uh, Shea McClellan draft night uh, show that we did uh, in the Prudential Plaza. So, yeah, it was good to catch up with Matt, man. He's doing a great job with ESPN and the Edge NFL matchup. So, so. And right now, everybody everybody in the circle is looking good, feeling good, playing good. So I can't complain, man. I love that. I think that's very key. Jay, have a great, great show tonight. I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, brother. Be well. That is Jason Goff. He does a tremendous job for NBC Sports Chicago. The Full Go Podcast, I'm telling you, it's, it is worth your time. Download it and subscribe it. You will not be disappointed. We need to take a break. I want to talk a little bit, strangely enough, about the Olympics. I, I'll try and make it make sense. It's next here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. As you know, I, I spend a majority of my time on the air talking about, well, when I'm not being goofy, talking about the teams that we most focus on. We talk a lot about the Bears and the White Sox and the Cubs and the Bulls. 
occasionally the Blackhawks, is, when they're not doing incredibly stupid things, which has been problematic for them over the last couple of days. Uh, Rocky, by the way, offered another apology with Danny there apologizing. And I'm like, Danny, you don't have to apologize, ma'am. You didn't do that. But anyway, I am not an Olympic sport expert. If you want some expertise, Nancy Armour is great. Maggie Hendricks is great. And our colleague at the score, Layla Rahimi, is literally at the Olympics right now covering the Olympics for NBC, which is awesome. And she's done it before, and obviously she did such a great job. They were like, would you like to go back? And Layla's out there crushing it. I always think that I'm not going to pay attention to the Olympics because there's so much other stuff. I always think that, yeah, I'm, I'm – the pomp and circumstance of it, like I'm over it, like I, it doesn't reach me the same way. And then you add in all of the awful things that go along with Olympics. Like usually the the host city loses money on the Olympics and it's a big burden to the people who live in that area. And then when you add in the issues with China and, and whether NBC and NBC for the most part is, I think, from the covers that I've seen, has done a decent job of talking about some of the the human rights issues in China. And I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. Like, I'm not going to pay attention to it at all. And what did I find myself doing last night? When you see great athletes doing incredible stuff, you stop and look. And last night, I'm watching the short program for the men, and Nathan Chen is out here flipping around and jumping and making all of that stuff that's super hard look really easy. And I'm going, no one's going to beat that. And each time one, one of these guys was skating, I was like, no one's going to beat that. And then Nathan Chen popped up, and I was like, no one's definitely going to beat that. And I found myself, like, sucked in again to watching the Olympics. It's, the Olympics is interesting for American sports fans because – we are obviously, like, supportive of the mission of it. Like, if any one of our friends or friends of friends or cousins or friends of a friend of a friend is making it to the Olympics, we I think we have a good sense of the sacrifice that it takes and how, because of the, the schedule, how everything needs to line up for someone to become a champion, that it isn't just, well, you can win it next year. Like, there. For some people, you're going to get that one opportunity, and that's going to be it. And you get to always be an Olympian no matter what. So I think that we understand that. But what fascinates me about my own relationship with the Olympics is I'm going to spend two weeks learning about skating, and then I'm going to completely forget about it. It's a disposable sport for me. And it's fun. Like, uh, like the, the spectacle of the Olympics is completely disposable. I, I will tell you, I really love curling. I'm fascinated by curling. And, and I, I will say that it has made a little bit of a translation for me where I, if I'll see it, like NBC Sports Chicago is good for running curling. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me see them. Let me see them do that thing where they bend the stone around and, all that stuff. But it's so disposable for us. We wrap ourselves in, in 
patriotism or if you want jingoism. And and we're like, yeah, Team USA. And then the Super Bowl comes up. We're like, here's the Super Bowl. So this is the thing that we really – I don't even know. Can can I – on FanDuel, can I bet on the Olympics? Am I, I haven't even looked. I got to take a look now because maybe that's another way for me to get interested in some of this stuff. But I'm going to be sitting there watching it. I I just know that it it holds this place in my mind for as long as it's on, and then I'm good. And by the way, yes, you can bet the Olympics on FanDuel. Okay, I, I just I just logged in to FanDuel right now. Okay. I did not know that that was possible. Okay. So now I'm going to make some really uninformed bets. Put some money down on China versus USA? For the gold medal count? No, for uh, curling. Oh, for curling. Yeah, I can, I'll, I, I'm Team USA all the way, even with my, my money betting on it. I like that idea. But it's so it's incredibly disposable. But I do like the stories. I like him, and every one of them is kind of the same. This person had to wake up at three thirty in the morning, and then they had to find a place that had ice, and they were walking in ten feet of snow both ways with no shoes on to get there. And this coach was able to pick them out of obscurity, and now they're Olympic gold medalists. You're like, man, that's pretty cool that that happened. And then you're like, oh, wait, is there an interesting college basketball game on right now? Or not even? So, look, we've run out of time for me to do this thing. So so maybe we'll do it as a top five. Herbie, since next Tuesday will be your last top five, do you want to do Secret Black People? Do you do that one as the top five for next week? I'm in. Okay. So then after that, We'll do this. I was watching Arizona State and USC play last night. And they were talking about all of the jerseys that are in the rafters at Arizona State. And I was just sitting there going, college basketball is so good for looking back to, man, that player right there was was a something for a minute. Like they were talking about uh, Eddie House. And, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that. And I started thinking of all of the players that I loved watching in college basketball. And you're like, this person has no chance of being a great player in the pros. But you thoroughly enjoy what it is they do as a college player. And instantly, like, my name was – the names that popped in my head is like Bryce Drew, Ali Farouk Manesh, Miles Simon. I like got all one these- that is okay. from your school, Dar Tucker. Dark Wavis, he's still playing professionally, by the way. I, I looked that up a little while ago. And honestly, like real talk, Tom Kleinschmidt is one of these people. Tom Kleinschmidt was fire. Like he was a baller in college buckets. And you kind of knew that as a pro, he was in between. And you didn't know kind of what he would end up doing. But, man, I – Tom, I thought about Tom in the four-point play against Louisville. Literally what I was thinking. That was like uh, the game winner, right? Yeah. And I just at some point what we'll do, it's not going to be next Tuesday because next Tuesday we're going to do secret black people. But at some point I'm just going to put together a list of top five 
and we're all just going to sh- – people are already doing it on text, and you're fine to do that. We're just going to do this thing. We're just going to sit here for a segment and say Luther Head, Jerry McNamara, Ali Farouk Manesh. We're just going to do that for a segment on the show at some point. But that was my night last night. I went from being amazed by Nathan Chen to looking at Bobby Hurley be sad on the sidelines for Arizona State and then start thinking about crazy good college basketball players that really had no chance of being good pros but gave us tremendous joy as college basketball players. At some point, stop stop texting in your names now. We'll do this at some point. But stop sending me the text messages. It's not Robbie Hummel. Stop sending me Drake Diener or any of the Deaners. Because there's 100 Deaners. DePaul got the worst one. I disagree with you. Drake used to get buckets. How dare you, first of all. And secondly, Drake used to get buckets. Did Drake have a season where he averaged like 15 a game? Yeah, but like see, Travis was like See, this is awesome. what I'm talking. Now I got to look up Drake Deaner stats. You serious? Like I is Drake still playing somewhere? He might still be playing somewhere. He's 40. He's a man. He's 40. Yeah, Drake used to get buckets at DePaul. Now I got to look this up. Even though I I probably called a bunch of these games. I have to look up his DePaul statistics. Be back after this in the score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I was right. The last time DePaul was good, Drake Diener was averaging 14 points a game. And now he's the coach at, at Marion in, in Fond du Lac. Is he from Fond du Lac? I think he is. Um, so, yeah, man, because I think all the Deaners are from Wisconsin. I think that's a thing. But, yeah, he used to get buckets, yo. Don't be besmirching that name of a Drake Deaner. Anyway, I think it'll be maybe towards the end of next week that we'll all look up and go, hey, um, isn't baseball supposed to be, like, close to going on? You know what made me sad? When I saw the Caribbean World Series was over, and I was like, man, that's the precursor, spring training. I always wonder if the people who run baseball, like at a personal level, if they feel any of the, the joy and pain of this the way that fans do. Because obviously we'll be wrapped up in getting ready for the Super Bowl. But it's usually about now where you start going, man, it'd be a good idea to get a trip out to Arizona or a trip to Florida to go see what my team is going to do. And Herbie sent me, he's like, hey, you know, the video of the Cubs taking their equipment to Arizona, their truck left for Arizona. Yeah, but that's only for minor league players because we still are at an impasse. And it. It looks like everything is going to be dug in. I'm, I'm here for it. I want the players to get whatever they want. I just know that the fan component of this is probably going to start to tug at all of us starting next week. 
and I'm not optimistic about when that tug is going to be a, a something that's satisfied by them playing baseball. Speaking of which, I will talk with Spiegel and Will Purdue about that and more next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.